0: You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Good afternoon and welcome to this week in your daily Star Trek news. Today is Sunday, March 27th, 2022. Coming up on the show today, we've got uh, Star Trek The Motion Picture Director's Edition is finally coming to 4K streaming on Paramount+. Plus, But... It's not the only way you can watch it, so stay tuned. Uh, it looks like Prodigy is finally going to be on its way to Europe and other parts of the world, finally. Uh, and last week's Virtual TrekCon 3, uh, I just want to run down the touching and moving tribute to uh, Discovery actor Kenneth Mitchell. My name is Allison Pitt. Uh, this show is supported by people like you through Patreon. You can find out more about that at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Right. Now, again, if you're listening to me on the podcast today, I would invite you over to YouTube. We do this show live every Sunday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, I'm doing the news. I'm doing a little bit of show and tell. Uh, We've got the results of this week's poll, which I will tell you about in a second. Uh, And then there's also a little bit of extra chat that doesn't make it into the podcast. And of course, lots of people here to say hello to and make some new friends. So, please come and join us Sunday afternoons, 2pm on YouTube. Uh, right, uh, I also want to remind you before we get started that everything I talk about today is available on our website at dailystartreknews.com. That's also the place that you can go to sign up for our daily Star Trek newsletter, which gets you all of this information for free to your inbox, and it's like the easiest way to get Star Trek information, uh, right wherever and whenever you want it. So check that out. Dailystartreknews.com. Now I did promise you guys a poll. Uh, the poll is live now in the YouTube chat. It's also live now on Twitter. So you have a couple different options if you would like to participate. Um, Today's poll is uh, thematically linked to the 4K remaster of Star Trek uh, The Motion Picture. And uh, so I'm asking you, if you had to choose a bad Star Trek episode to remaster in 4K, which one of these four options would you choose to do? So you've got uh, Shore Leave from the original series. You've got the Infinite Vulcan from the animated series, which, by the way, I put that one in there just because I think it would be hilarious to make gigantic Spock, like, e- even more gigantic. Uh then uh option number three is Sub Rosa <laughs> from TNG, which would be so uncomfortable at 4K. <laughs> and then of course uh, Threshold from Voyager because who doesn't love li- lizard babies? Anyway, so those are your four options: surely Leave the Infinite Vulcan, Sub Rosa, and Threshold. One of them's gonna be remade into 4K. Uh which one do you want? Uh choose wisely. Uh <laughs> So yeah, if you're with me here on YouTube Live, that's in the chat. Uh, Otherwise, you can go and and look at it on Twitter and uh, place your vote there. All right. All right, so let's get started with um, today's news, or this week's news, I should say. It's not just today. Things are very quiet in a Star Trek world on a Sunday. Uh, But yes, this week, finally, finally, after another social media gaffe on the part of Paramount Plus, Uh, we finally have a trailer for the new Star Trek The Motion Picture, the director's edition in 4k uh, that is coming soon to Paramount Plus. Now, a little bit of a history on this. Uh, They actually sort of announced it. I think it was earlier this week or last week even. And the video was everywhere and everyone linked to it. And then like 10 minutes later, it all got pulled down. Anyway, whatever, it's official now. They've announced that it's going to be released on Paramount Plus exclusively on April 5th, First Contact Day. Uh, it's a, a fitting fitting release date for that. Um, so you have a little bit of forward advance notice to uh, go out and pick yourself up a new 4K TV in a 4K streaming device. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna be available um, in 4K to stream. No, if you do not have uh, Paramount Plus, that's okay, uh, because Fathom Events, if you're here in the United States, is also going to be bringing it to cinemas uh, in May. So the dates are May 22nd, 23rd, and 25th. Uh, Tickets are not available yet. I checked this morning. It looks like those tickets are going to go on sale after the after it's available on Paramount Plus. So you may have to set a reminder if you're dead set to go to the, to, to the theater to see it on the big screen, but it will be available. Uh, and uh, I've heard, although I haven't seen an official announcement, I've seen through a couple of Blu-ray websites that the actual disc version of that um, in 4K, 4K Ultra HD is going to be available sometime later this year, like September timeframe, um, you know, just in time for Christmas, as always. Uh, Anyway, important to note, there is a 4k version out there, but it's just the normal motion picture. This one is the director's edition, which um, uh, a lot of people think is better. I don't know. I'm neutral on it. I don't really care because what I'm excited about is the fact that it's going to be streaming in 4k on my television in my living room. So, yeah, well, just to recap, uh, that's coming out on April 5th, first contact day, and you can watch the trailer for it now on YouTube, which is great because it kind of shows you what you're getting in 4K. And I have seen the trailer and I am really, really excited for it. You know, um, I fell asleep the first time I watched the motion picture on Blu ray because it was really dark. And uh, it's really hard to see the details, even in, even on a Blu-ray. With the 4K, they've done a lot of recoloring. They've done a lot of like in, like uh, bumping up all of the details. Uh, there's uh, the the external view of V'ger is like amazing now, and you can see the little tiny people walking on the the surface of the uh, the Enterprise uh, refit. So, yeah, it's uh, definitely going to be worth doing it if you're a fan of the motion picture. I know everybody isn't, but, uh, if you definitely want to go, you'll definitely want to go and see it if you, if you're a fan of that picture and, uh, go and watch the trailer. Um, it'll show you, you know, what you're getting anyway. So that's the, that was the sort of really big announcement, uh, it, but it's not the only big announcement, um, for, uh, people outside of the United States, of course, uh, the Paramount Plus rollout is not kind of going as quickly as we had hoped, and some of the things from Star Trek are kind of caught in the crossfire. One of which is Prodigy, and it looks like—and I haven't seen an, an like an official announcement for this yet—but um, it looks like Paramount Plus, not Paramount Plus, uh, excuse me, Nickelodeon is going to be bringing Star Trek Prodigy to Europe and other regions. Um, very soon, probably in the next month or so. So, right, let me take it back for a second. So this week, TrekCore.com pulled together a, a few, a report, some of the details from a few reports from a Nickelodeon-focused blog called Nick Alive. Uh, and in that, among other things, they showed some um, promotional materials from Nickelodeon in France where they're actually talking about um Prodigy debuting on April 18th there. Uh, They've also participated in the UK in a sort of red carpet, well... (laughs) I think they called it an orange carpet uh, PR event in the UK for Nickelodeon. Uh, uh, Prodigy was represented there. Uh, but I haven't seen like an actual date that may have been updated. I'm not sure. Uh, so anyway, all indications are that uh, Nickelodeon will be rolling out Prodigy um, across Europe. And there's some other regions in there that Nickel has reported on as well. So if you are somebody who is outside of the US and hasn't yet got to see Prodigy, you might want to look into that. Now, I know that Nickelodeon is not a fair plus. Uh, and also, I, I believe in most of those regions, Nickelodeon is an additional paid channel. I don't know if you can subscribe to it individually. I know it's on Sky, for instance, in the UK. Um, so it potentially could be limited what your access is. Uh, but it's, well, currently, unless you pirate it, which we do not recommend, um, you can't see it at all right now. So, um, good indications and I'll keep my eyes peeled. Uh, the team will keep their eyes peeled to see any official announcements and when that's happening. Um, but hopefully that is, um, good news for those of you who reside outside of the United States. All right. Okay. So, uh, Moving on swiftly actually so this is kind of looking back on last week but I think it's totally worth it so if you were here with me last week you knew that I kind of counter programmed against virtual Trekcon 3 just the timing is worked out like that um, if you have not had a chance to go back and watch virtual Trekcon 3 you don't necessarily need to watch the whole thing but there are some really good highlights. Um, and one of them was the first annual Lappy Awards. It's L L A P Y, um, and they these are you know fan um, I don't know fan generated awards. I don't know how to say that, but um, the both the categories, the nominees, and the winners were all chosen by fans. And the broadcast for the Lappy Awards was wonderful. It was star-studded, they had uh, people dialing with special messages, they had some uh, Star Trek personalities actually sitting in on the broadcast, and it was really wonderful. It was a great show to put on, um, and, you know, good good afternoon viewing, so go and check that out. Uh, but one of the really big highlights, I think, of the Lappy Awards was um, the, the first annual... <laughs> Uh, Kenneth Mitchell Hope Award and that was given uh, to Kenneth Mitchell, of course, by uh, his dear friend Mary Chifo. And uh, the whole that whole segment is uh, really enjoyable to watch and uh, with some really touching moments in it. So Mary Chifo uh, introduced uh, Kenneth Mitchell and she gave a good speech about hope and what hope means to her and what hope means in the context of this award. Uh, And then Kenneth Mitchell uh, spoke um, with the speech assistant and um, and told some really wonderful stories, too. So uh, to give you some background on it, um, of course, Kenneth Mitchell um, lives with ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease. um, And he actually lost the ability to speak about a year ago, I think. I, I might have the timing wrong on that. Anyway, so he still appears on things like Star Trek Cruise. He's planning on going to Star Trek Mission Chicago. So if you're going to that, um, you, you have an opportunity to meet him and interact with him there. So check that out. Um, but, uh, yeah, so in virtual TrekCon three, he appeared and he told a story, um, about <laughs> when William Shatner sent him a tree and it was, and it's re- it's a really beautiful story and definitely worth checking out. Um, and, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how this uh, award evolves over the years, of course. Uh, but for now, um, it was a really sort of touching thing to go and watch and 100% worth it. And well done to the whole team at Virtual TrekCon 3. Um, I don't know if you've been following them, but they've been putting on these virtual trek cons since 2020, when, of course, we all went inside because of COVID-19. Uh, and the, the, the brand and the show and everything has just grown into something much better over the years and um, well done to the whole team. Uh, speaking also of Kenneth Mitchell, it wasn't just the Lappy Awards that honored him. Uh, this is going back a little bit. But of course, if you watch the finale of Discovery, you will have seen the USS Mitchell. And that was, of course, in tribute uh, to Kenneth Mitchell, um, which was very sweet. He actually he actually posted on Twitter that it was an absolute thrill and honor <laughs> in all caps and. Um, and said thank you. Uh, the USS Mitchell NCC three two five zero two seven is always available for the assist forever. Um, so that was a really nice tribute for him uh, as well. And uh, I think if you add up the ship plus all of the Klingons plus um, the character whose name I absolutely can't remember from Discovery three season three, uh, it's gotta be getting on to be some of the most appearances ever. Somebody tally that up for me. Anyway, uh, well done to Kenneth Mitchell, and it's uh, lovely to see him honored in that way. Now, I did mention briefly uh, Star Trek Mission Chicago. Um, I know that some people have asked whether I'm going. I'm not going, and unfortunately, no one from my team is going either. I should mention that uh, the Roddenberry Podcast Network will be there. Uh, I believe Mission Log will be there. Uh, Also, some of uh, our friends at Women at Warp will be there, um, so check them out too. And I just wanted to remind you that if you are interested in that 3D printed experience with William Shatner, those tickets are available now. So if you go to minikin.us forward slash Shatner, you get your opportunity to purchase those tickets. They're pricey, but if you are a Shatner fan and you want a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, uh, this is it. Uh, you can find out more about that. I've written it up on Daily Star Trek News. And, of course, I did an interview with the, the founder of uh, Mass Persona, who's kind of behind this whole business uh, here on Daily Star Trek News. So I'll link to the interview with more information uh, in the show notes for this, uh, for this show. Um, but, yeah, don't forget, those are on sale now if you are interested. Don't miss your opportunity. Uh, also, speaking of conventions, um, is anybody going to WonderCon? Um, so WonderCon is happening next weekend. And um, I will be there along with Larry Nemechek and John Champion and James Kerwin and Jessica Lin-Birdie. Uh We are doing a panel on Sunday afternoon at one o'clock. One o'clock, I believe. And it's called Zooming and Booming, Star Trek's post-pandemic golden age. And we're just talking about the evolution of Star Trek and fandom and where it's going, etc. Um, it should be a tremendous amount of fun. So if you are at WonderCon, please, uh, please look us up. We're in room 209, apparently. I don't know where that is. It's at the Anaheim Convention Center this year, which is uh, fun to take pictures of because it was in Star Trek Picard season one. Uh, but yeah, uh, so that's a Sunday afternoon. Uh, I, will, I will try and find for you all, because there's a lot of Star Trek stuff that goes on at WonderCon, excuse me, that goes on at WonderCon every year. Um, and we are one, merely one teeny tiny part of it. So uh, we'll try and put together some details on, on everything that's going on. But uh, if you do happen to be there, uh, come and say hello. It would be wonderful to see you. So, right, that is it for the news this week. It was kind of quiet. Um, I'm still surprised that we haven't started, like, really pushing Strange New Worlds yet because that's what's kind of coming up next and in, in, down the pipeline. But, you know, S- uh, Star Trek Picard is kind of getting in the swing of things, so... You know, I don't know, maybe that's what we're focusing on for the next month or so. Uh, anyway, uh, before I get into show and tell and the poll results, I just want to remind you again that um, everything here is supported by you guys through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Uh, if Patreon doesn't work for you, you can also support us here on YouTube via Super Chats. I'm also working on putting t- some memberships together so you have options if you'd like to support the show, uh, but that's not ready yet. So yeah. Um, Right. So before show and tell, I reminded you about Patreon. Don't forget, there's a poll. So register your vote if you haven't yet. Uh, That's uh, in YouTube and on Twitter. And let me just recap. It's it's choosing which bad Star Trek episode you want to (laughs) remaster. So that should be fun. Um, Also... I do want to say somebody last week. So in YouTube, I can't I can't always see everyone's um, chat, but I do try to review it at the end. So if I miss your question, then um, I'll try and answer it when whenever I can. Somebody last week asked if you could send me stuff for show and tell through our PO box, and yes, you can. Um, I don't mind that. The um, if you go to the contact page on DailyStarTrekNews.com, our PO box is on there, and you feel free to send me some stuff that you'd like to show off. I can't send it back though. <laughs> So, um, don't, don't like send me family heirlooms or anything like that. That would be bad. Um, you can send me your Star Trek story as well, and I can uh, incorporate that too. Um, or whatever you can send me hate mail saying that I'm wrong about everything. Um, that I will probably burn, but you can send it if you want. It's fine. Anyway, let's get on to show and tell. it's kind of like a convention themed thing, right? I'm gonna gonna preface this by saying, I'm not 100% sure I remember where I got it. (laughs) So we'll go with that. I think, I think I got this at Comic-Con in 2019, I think. So this is this little poster and what's cool about it, it's not focused at all. So we got pet, hello, hi, here we go. Yeah, got Patrick, the son, and number one, he's still cute, and coming soon. Yeah, so I think this was one from um, 2019, I believe. It's a, it does say uh, copyright 2019. Um I don't know if any of you follow the conventions or went to Comic-Con in 2019. They did a lot of talking about, um, Picard. They introduced the cast and, uh, it was, you know, a big thing in Hall H. Um, they also that year had the, uh, Star Trek Picard. I forget what they call it. It wasn't like a Picard museum. It wasn't all about Picard, but it was like I don't know, it was some kind of museum. They they so they set that up at Comic-Con. I think they also brought this some some of it to maybe the cruise, maybe STLV, I can't remember. Anyway, it was very it was an in-universe thing talking about Picard and all the things he'd done. There was huge they had the Captain Picard banner, uh, Captain Picard Day banner up and all sorts of things, and they had a little shop and I think I got this there. <laughs> Not, if not, I am wrong, but, um, we, this, uh, this resurfaced in my house, uh, just, just this week because, because my daughter was cleaning her room out and she had this. So, and it was like a little piece of nostalgia, you know, before we knew anything about Picard. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's it. Sorry. I got lost in like memories there for a minute. Good stuff. Um, If you're not watching Picard, uh, you should probably catch up or maybe wait till the end and then catch up. Um, It's a really, um, I'm really enjoying it so far. Let's just put it that way. Um, And hopefully you've managed to avoid spoilers because there's a lot of them. Um, Yeah. Okay. That's show and tell. Thank you. Now let's have a look at the poll results. So you guys have a minute or two to to vote over here in uh, YouTube. And I'm going to check over on Twitter. This is interesting, actually. So uh, uh, behind the scenes again, um, usually with a poll, um, there's usually like an obvious answer. Um, I, there's usually an answer that I expect people to, to, to go for. And there's usually a, like a clear winner and there doesn't really seem to be one this time, uh, which is, I find kind of interesting. Okay. So over on Twitter currently, and of course this is going on overnight, so these results might change, but currently on Twitter, Oh, uh, let me recap the, the the question, which was, if you had to choose a bad Star Trek episode to remaster in 4K, which would you choose? And, of course, I put bad in quotes because are there – well, I was about to say, are there any bad episodes of Star Trek? And then I remembered Code of Honor. So, yes, there are bad episodes of Star Trek, but, you know, everybody's every, everybody's bad episode usually has – somebody has it as his favorite, so whatever. Anyway, Um so if you had to choose a bad Star Trek episode to remaster in 4K, which one would you choose? The the leader perhaps surprising at the moment on Twitter is Threshold from Voyager. So apparently people want to see those lizard babies like in stunning 4K <laughs> Ultra HD. We'll throw Dolby Atmos sound in there too. It'll be great. Um, yeah. Uh, in second place, we've got Shore Leave from TOS, which was actually probably my favorite one that I would have liked to see because it's just a sort of a fun fantasy romp. Uh, in third place, in third place with twenty five percent of the vote is Sub Rosa, which I don't agree with. <laughs> And uh, in in last place, uh, with a a mere 4.2% of the vote is the Infinite Vulcan. So I'm going to end the poll here. Uh, End the poll here on YouTube as well. And let's see what you guys have to say about the whole business. All right. So in... uh, (laughs) Uh, in first place as well, here on YouTube, is, is, with 43% of the vote is threshold, uh, uh, Dr. Muhammad Noor uh, says, we want to see Tom Paris pulling out his tongue in HD. <laughs> uh, in second place is uh, Shore Leave with 36%. Good choice. In third place is Sub Rosa at, uh, with 16%. And uh, in last place, again, the Infinite Vulcan at 3%. Um, I do question the people that want to see Sub-Rosa in 4K. And as you know, it's, that is one of my favorite episodes <laughs> for reasons. Uh, but I can only imagine how, quite the level, how, how uncomfortable it would be <laughs> in really super high definition. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure that's for me. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, uh, Mohammed, I have to give a quick shout-out. If you guys have not uh, gone and watched it, the new series of Biotrekkie with the Admiral is now going on on YouTube. I missed it. I missed it today, um, and apparently uh, Jane Brooke was actually in the chat uh, talking to people, so uh, go and check it out. His uh, YouTube is Bio-Trekkie. The Bio-Tre- Biotrekkie Explains. Mohammed, please... <laughs> correct me if I get that wrong as Biotrekky explains and he's doing a series now called Biotrekky with the Admiral where he and uh, Jane Brooke who played Admiral Cornwell on Star Trek Discovery they're talking about um, the latest season of Discovery and uh, the science and everything behind it it's a really good series and you should uh, go and watch that and give him some support as well so um, anyway that's that Okay, well, uh, so that's it for our main show today. Uh, I did every, wait, I did everything. I did the news. I did. (sighs) You're getting an insight into my brain. I did the news. I did the show and tell, and I did the poll. Good. We're fine. Good. Uh, If you're here on YouTube, stick around for a few minutes. We'll do some chat afterwards. Otherwise, thank you to everyone else who's tuned in via the podcast. I appreciate you guys being here and listening to the show. And of course, if you are listening to this on the podcast, come and join us on YouTube. It's a great time. Um, Anyway, you can uh, can find all of this week's stories, including the stuff that I told you about today and a whole bunch of other stuff uh, on dailystartreknews.com. There we do the news. We also do Tease Trek Trivia Tuesday, and we also do history and, of course, our weekly events listing, so don't miss out on those. Uh, If you'd like all of that information delivered straight to you with no interference, you can also sign up for our daily newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. It's free, and we just take your email address, and then we deliver everything to you. Uh, every weekday, it's very easy. So, uh, so please go and check that out. Anyway, thank you again for listening. This show is produced by me, Allison Pitt, and this week's stories were written by Chris Peterson, Marina Kravchuk, Jack Brown, T. Rick Jones, and David Powell. Today's show is supported by people like you through Patreon. You can find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. I will be back next week with more of the Star Trek news you need to know. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.